talk about small things, small cap stocks in particular, and our next guest says small cap stocks can get a lift thanks to federal tax reform efforts. Here to make his case, Jeff John, Portfolio Manager at American Century Investments, $170 billion in assets under management. Jeff, by the way, Co-Portfolio Manager for the American Century Small Cap Value Fund. It's a five-star, Morningstar-rated fund, beating just about all of its peers over the past three years, returning on average nearly 14%. Uh, annually. Jeff, with us on the phone from Kansas City, Missouri. Hi, Jeff. Hey, thanks for having me on today. I really appreciate your time. Nice to have you here. So, so kind of make your case for us. Small cap stocks getting a lift thanks to federal tax reform efforts or success? Uh, at this point, it's more efforts driven. Um, as, as we know, the, the small cap value market uh, had a, a very strong uh, period of performance after the Trump administration was elected into office last year. We had the Trump bump rally post that, where small cap value stocks were up uh, as much as 19% in aggregate in the 30 days post the election. And then kind of fell back to earth a little bit as uh, a lot of these reform issues, whether it be tax reform or infrastructure, health care repeal in the place of Obamacare, really didn't gain a lot of traction. So within the last uh, three, four weeks, we've seen a, a revival, I guess, of, of tax reform talk out of the White House, and these stocks are starting to move again. So how do you start to identify individual names that might be affected by uh, 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 the tax cut proposals with the obvious problem of not knowing exactly what the tax cut is going to be or what the, what the ultimate uh, uh, laws might be? Absolutely. So we do, on the American Century Small Cap Value Fund, uh, which is a $2.2 billion AUM strategy, uh, we build this portfolio on a, on a bottom-up basis. We look at individual stocks. We build it on a stock-by-stock basis. We're looking for high-quality companies that are inexpensive. They're undergoing a transitory or cyclical issue that's causing them to temporarily under-earn what we believe are normal earnings. Um, we focus on very strong balance sheets, strong free cash flow, good returns on capital, and most importantly, great management teams that are exceptional at allocating capital. So we do that. We build this portfolio on those types of characteristics, and it leads us to finding better companies that generate compounded positive returns over time on a risk-adjusted basis. The benefit that we have in small right now is that the companies we're looking at are great beneficiaries of this potential reform that we're seeing. All of them? Not all of them, but a lot of them are. These are small companies. We, we tend to invest mostly in companies that are domestically focused. They tend to pay very high tax rates. Uh, we did some work that 41% of the S&P 500 companies pay a better than 30% tax rate, while over 50% of small caps pay a better than 30% tax rate. Mm. So the administration's plan to lower tax, uh, corporate tax rates to 25 or 20, even 20% will be very impactful to our small companies who pay an, inordinate, uh, or an, an abnormally high uh, corporate tax rate. Uh, is there any in particular that will see a bigger kick as a result of it? Some of the areas that are really important in small value uh, are in the financial space. Uh, mm -hmm. Financials make up about 30% of the Russell 2000 value index, so it's a very important component of our overall benchmark. And a lot of these, uh, and a large proportion of that, are, are banks. And these are, again, small regional banks spread out across the United States. They pay extraordinarily high tax rates. Not only that, they have a very high regulatory burden that uh, we also hope the administration addresses at some point in time to let these companies more effectively, you know, spend their capital and loan out their capital without uh, undue regulatory burden. So banks themselves can be a very, very substantial beneficiary of a lower tax rate environment. And there's a number of banks that we own in the portfolio that we think would be uh, very well positioned for that. Does that include First Hawaiian? 
First Hawaiian Bank's a great example. Um, this is a uh, the largest bank in the state of Hawaii. Obviously, uh, interesting. There's there's somewhat of an oligopoly in that market right now between themselves and Bank of Hawaii. Uh, so this is a real high quality um, bank. You know, very high uh, returns on capital, uh, strong capital base. The first Hawaiian bank was spun out of BNP Paribas back in 2016, so it's kind of a new name in the market, right. probably underappreciated, undercovered at this point in time. Uh, but they pay a 38% federal tax rate, uh, t- uh, so wow. a clear beneficiary of tax reform should we see those tax rates go back down into the mid-20s. Can we, a lot can we of earnings power here. Can, sure. we trust, sorry, interrupt. Can, can we trust the tax numbers that are in financial filings because they aren't – it, it's not well known, but the, the numbers that companies put in their income statement are, don't actually reflect what they put on their tax forms. Yeah, and we do look at that. We we go into the financial filings and try to uh, ascertain between the difference between the, you know, the statutory tax rate that they speak How? to when they have their quarterly earnings releases and the actual cash taxes that they pay. How do you do uh, that? There are, you, you know, there's you, you compare it to the balance, the, the cash flow statement. Yeah, to the, you look uh, at the cash flow statement, balance sheet, income statement. Talk, Interesting. Talk to the company about their cash tax payments. Um, there's certainly a lot of companies out there that, you know, purportedly have high tax rates, and through various uh, tax benefits and the like, those tax rates they may not be quite as big of beneficiaries oh, as you may think. That's interesting. I've never done that. Okay, another new fun screen for me to run. Great stuff uh, from American Century. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff John joining us uh, from American Century. You listen to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio.